0: One of the world's most popular entertainments is a deck of cards, which contains 13 each of four suits, highlighted by kings, queens, and jacks, who are possibly the queen's younger, more attractive boyfriends. Hello, and welcome to episode 256 of Under the Call of MS. A deck of cards... <laughs> Always in my backpack and suitcase or wherever, if I'm ever traveling or my bug out bag, whatever you have. I've always kept a deck of cards. If you got a harmonica, that's another good thing to have on hand. You can entertain yourself for hours with just those things. Especially if you have the power go out or anything, you don't have to, can't use your electric devices, all the things everybody survives off nowadays. Today's episode, though, sorry, getting a scratchy throat right away off the bat. Uh, Almost feel like I'm going horse. (laughs) Just started talking. Oh, actually, I. Talking to a few people today, so vocal cords must be going out. Uh today's episode, I don't know, I'll talk about a little entertainment stuff here to start us off and then finish it off with some more things you can buy in the future from the previews coming out in the previews, catalogs for comic book related stuff and whatever we find for you that might be interesting. But for starters, they got a new Venom movie coming out and I've been getting into going into theaters so I ordered up uh, the first Venom movie because I haven't seen it yet. I figured I'd check that out. Wasn't thrilled with the the character playing the Venom character. At first, I just didn't feel like his look fit for it, but but then I half hour that sucked me in and I liked the character a lot. He was perfect for it. I understood why they chose him for the character. And I really, I actually enjoyed the movie more than I planned on. I didn't think I was, from seeing the previews back in the day and stuff, I didn't think it was going to really grab me. And I didn't hear no No one's saying that they love the movie that much. So I just figured it'd be all right. And I'd just catch it down the road on some TV channel or whatever. But I enjoyed it more than I thought. So I am definitely looking forward to going to the theater to see the second one. Especially because of Woody Harrelson being in it, playing Carnage. So. Yeah, I will definitely go check that out. Now on Hulu, if you like the murder shows, uh, a good one where they solve crimes and try and guess things, it's called Only Murders in the Building. I think they got maybe two more episodes coming out yet. It's not done yet, the first season. But it's Based off like it's influenced by podcast type serial murder stories, like podcast uh, called Serial S Town Murda Murders. Dateline NBC has some uh, mystery show, Dirty John Missing and Murdered. My favorite murder. <laughs> there's just tons of true crime style podcasts that are out there you punch in true crime nowadays. And it probably come up with thousands of different ones. But there are some pretty good ones. I listen. Well, I let the wife fall asleep to a few of them. I, it's the only way I could really get her into podcasting other than listening to our podcast. And, uh, I got that damn annoying thing. I can't get rid of it anymore. Or when I talk, it's like I got this sharp vibration, electronic stabbing thing going on in my left ear. I don't know why that. I'm going to have to go see my ear doctor and figure this one out now. But this is almost every time I do a podcast lately, it's, it starts right off the bat. And that just, that's really annoying when you're trying to talk and it's just stabbing you in the eardrum with that. Electronic-type pain. But yeah, Martin Short, Steve Martin, and Selena Gomez are the stars of this show. A lot of fun. Uh, Great for anybody that's into the true crime type stuff. They're basically trying to solve crimes that are happening in the place that they live. And it's just, they're doing a great job with it. And of course, you put Martin Short... Steve Martin together, they always play off each other wonderfully. So check that out. Only Murders in the Building. It's on Hulu. They had Raising Arizona. I believe it was on Hulu. Which I just a month or so ago said that I could go for watching it again and get a reminder because I couldn't remember the whole movie. And I know the first time I watched it, I hated it. Second time I watched it, I liked it a little more. Third time I seen it, I enjoyed it. And it's been quite a few years, so I figured I'd check it out again. And it it was enjoyable. But not as much as I thought I remembered from the last time. But yeah, it was a decent movie. It was fun. Check it out. Holly Hunter, Nicolas Cage. It's got John Goodman in it, and it's a variety of characters. Just a fun movie about a couple not able to have a kid, wanting a kid, and another couple has more kids than they can handle, they feel. So, they try and take one for their own. <laughs> All kinds of hilarity ensues in that one. And then also on Hulu, was I checked out Kings of Pain. If it's basically two guys are doing a pain book. Uh, I think it's mostly going to be based off pains caused by insects, reptiles, marine animals. I think are the most focused on, but they have done other things like a little uh, little fuzzy character. That it's like a little monkey. But he's a he's a nasty little one. He likes to bite. But uh, yeah, they test the pain intensity, the pain duration, and the pain damage of whatever they let bite them. And then the first season, this is just for the first chapter of the book. So they're gonna obviously have quite a few seasons if they don't die first. <laughs> but uh in this first season, they sit there and test out things like scorpion fish, tarantula hawk, the honeybee, the South African bark scorpion, uh, a couple other scorpions, a toe biter, which is like a water bug, the velvet ant, executioner wasp, uh, monitor lizard, some other ants and wasps, uh, The lionfish, the crown of thorns, the goliath, bird-eating tarantula. Those things are huge and nasty. (laughs) The largest tarantula out there. The rove beetle, fire urchin, bullet ant, piranha, which surprised me how they were trying to do that and then how they ended up doing it. Giant Asian centipede, which uh, that thing always freaked me out. That would probably be the worst one for me. It's just, I always had like nightmares of those things out in the uh, wild and you yeah, sleeping, and one crawls into your ear. <laughs> I had a friend that sat there when we moved to Arizona, we slept in waysides instead of hotels, just take a few hour nap and, and then get our asses back on the road head down to Motorcycle Mechanics Institute. (laughs) Me and two of my buddies decided to go down there to school. And uh, we stayed in one just outside of Illinois. And he decided to sleep on top of the car like a (laughs) dumbass. So he laid his blanket on the back part of the car and just slept uh, on there. And while he was sleeping... You got all the lights around the, uh, the, what you call it, the side road side things. And, uh, a big giant moth came down and crawled into his ear hole and (laughs) he woke up smacking the side of his head, jumping around, freaking out, yelling, screaming, ran into the bathroom and stuck his head underneath the sink and trying to get as much water in his ear as possible and just flipping out and I threw him in the car and we hauled ass to closest hospital signs I could find. And here he had a giant moth that climbed in there and couldn't turn around and get the hell back out. So they had to remove it from his ear it's just uh, it always freaked me out with ears it's the one area a bee could easily climb into you sting your ear, drum but but yeah they did a ton of stuff and they did do a reticulated python which can grow up to like 30 feet and 350 pounds they got a pretty good sized one too it's like I, I had a buddy of mine whose dad was a tattooist back in the day and, and I ran with them and uh, he has a room full of just reptiles. Uh, he has a caiman alligator that grows up to about four feet and tons of different venomous snakes and other snakes and things and their lizards. And he had a reticulated python that
1: was, uh,
0: that one is only 13 feet at the time, I believe, was what it was up to. And he had his leather glove on, and he was smacking it in the head because it hasn't eaten in a while. And just lightly tapping it up against the head to, with a dead, I think he had a, might have been a dead chicken, but he was trying to get it to eat something, and it finally striked, but instead of striking at the, Food that he had for it, it grabbed hold of his glove. And when he finally got it off there, his whole hand was bruised and severely sore. But there were a couple of teeth that were left in the glove, and that thing just locked down. But, but yeah, they got a lot of strength in those draws. And if they wrap themselves around you, you're done. <laughs> Cause they will crush you with their solid muscle bodies but yeah that was a fun show i'm looking forward to season two uh these two guys just they're getting their results of what the stings and bites all do and poisons and you get to see their flesh get bubbled up and stuff like that and uh, yeah, it's interesting which ones do what, and some you expect more from, and they end up being less, and some that you expect less from end up being worse. And, yeah. and they're doing that because one other guy in the past, I can't remember his name, did a pain book by himself with a bunch of stings and stuff, and they're just going for a higher classification. And of course, someone always has to do something bigger and better, and then that's when someone dies. check that out Kings of Pain lots of fun and then they got Mike Tyson Mysteries (laughs) that's one of the best roles that Norm McDonnell ever played who sadly passed away recently one of the great comedians of our lifetimes and uh, but Norm McDowell McDonald plays a, a pigeon, a <laughs> very rude <laughs> pigeon, but he's a lot of fun. But Mike Tyson Mysteries, if you've never seen it, check it out. Uh, great show. We got a couple seasons. That's a lot of fun for a cartoon. And then The Prodigal Son, we, we found out that it's coming off of Hulu, and I forgot it was in my list, and we were behind a season, so I'm trying to get that caught up. That's the next Excellent murder mystery show, if you like that, too, with a guy whose dad was a serial killer, and he's in jail, and his son is an investigator, and his daughter's got some issues, and mom's got some issues, and the son has to go and get some work with dad sometimes in the prison, solve the cases, and all that stuff. It's interesting. So check that out if you're into that stuff. But, Yep. That's what I've been doing lately with entertainment that I've been watching. I haven't been back to a movie, but hopefully soon, probably see Benham next. But that's it for this part of this show today, this segment. And now we're going to get to some things you can buy in the future. Let's get these finished up for this month because they're already starting to show us stuff for next month. So, I gotta start looking at that next. I might as well finish off telling you about the goodies that you can get now. Alright. It's all coming up next. Orcs in space! By Oni Press. The orcs are still in space. Gore, Mogstar, and Kravis go on a quest to infiltrate A shipyard guarded by a robot army to help their ship's AI, D-O-N-A, Dona, discover her origins while exploring a scrap heap. They run into the cyber scrapper, who offers to help, but is he friend or foe? (laughs) That just looks fun. It looks like a Kirby comic. Uh, we got a pale o child's plate Chucky pillow plush doll that you can get for your kids to sleep with by Sorel Entertainment. Got quite a price on it, and they got a bunch of other pillow pillow plush characters. But I like the Chucky one. The other ones mostly look creepy, and Chucky's meant to look creepy. Well, that works. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, Petrograd, trade paperback by Oni Press. The year is 1916. The fate of millions of people hangs in the balance. And in Russia's capital city of Petrograd, corruption rules the day and conspiracy rules the night. But to British intelligence Officer Cleary, the Petrograd post is all drunken nights. bleary eyed mornings and the occasional report back to London. However, when rumors circulate that the Cyrenees' most trusted advisor is counseling the Tsar to make peace with Germany, Cleary to his horror is is tasked with ending the influence of that advisor, the notorious Grigory Rasputin. And so the stage is set for one of the most infamous and strangest assassinations of all time, and a world that would never be the same. Lots of Russian-style stories this month, I see. That did sound like a good one to check out. Phenom X, number one, by Image Comics. Wrongfully imprisoned and desperate to re- regain his freedom, Max Gomez agrees to become a subject in an underground government experiment. When the trial gives him phenomenal shapeshifting abilities, goes, Gomez learns his new freedom requires surviving a superpowered war fought on the streets of New York. Oh well, hell! If you got shapeshifting abilities, you should be able to escape your captives and get out of prison and not have to deal with all the crap that's going on. If you want, you can join up with causing the chaos. (laughs) Uh, Pixels of You Graphic Novel by Amulet Books. In the near future, augmentation and AI changes everything and nothing. Indira is a human girl who has been cybernetically augmented after a tragic accident. And Fawn is one of the first human presenting AI. They have the same internship at a gallery, but neither thinks much of the other's photography. But after a huge public blowout, their mentor gives them an ultimatum. Work together on a project or leave her gallery forever. Grudgingly, the two begin to collaborate. And what comes out of it is astounding and revealing for both of them. Pixels of You is about the slow transformation of a rivalry rivalry to a friendship to something more, available in softcover and hardcover editions. I mean, opposites always work together best, because that's how it goes. That way you get point of views from all sides. Sort of like our Crimson Color Comic Club podcast. Lots of us like things that others don't, and are into things that others aren't into. That way, you get every point of view, and that's awesome. All right, now we got some pops to check out too. With the album pops, they got pop albums. Ozzy Osbourne, Diary of a Madman. Ozzy kind of looks like uh, uh, Bill. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> uh, from zombie uh... oh wow I, it, holy shit I've seen all this stuff so many times I can't even think of a stupid name A <laughs> zombie movie with uh, I'm not even gonna go there but yeah he looks like a zombie he doesn't look like the Aussie, I would expect. And I figured they'd have them with a bat with the head bit off it, but they didn't. Uh, they have some other ones out there, too. I'm just highlighting some of the Pops that I liked a lot. They have a Pop Movies, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze, Donatello, figure. They also have a Leonardo, Michelangelo, and Raphael, of course. But the ones I really like were the Razar, a little werewolf-looking character, and Tokar, or Toka. They also have a Super Shredder figure from that movie. The Suicide Squad movie, they had a variety of characters, including Harley Quinn bodysuit figure, which I want. And they had the Harley Quinn damaged dress one, which is cool-looking. And the Suicide Squad King Shark figure, of course. You know, obviously, these are all done by Funko. And Ratcatcher 2, which I want, but I just don't understand why she's got the mask on. Because I don't remember her wearing a mask at all in the movie, but I only did see the movie once, so I'm going to have to. I will be rewatching that a bunch of times. They have Pop Pin Universal Monster, Bride of Frankenstein. And they also have a. Universal Monsters Dracula, and the Universal Monsters Frankenstein, and the Universal Monsters the Wolfman figures. It's gotta have them all. I don't know if they had the mummy or not, and the creature from the Black Lagoon. And if not, I'm sure they will within the next month or so. Had a bunch of wrestling pops, including the pop pins with uh, WWE Randy and Macho Man Savage. And a pop pin with Ric Flair, and one with the Iron Sheik. And they have pop pins, Thundercats, Panthro enamel pin. Thundercats are making a big comeback. And another pop figure that I really want is a Pop Rocks Jimi Hendrix Live in Maui jacket. Final figure by Funko. And Power Rangers fan, they got a Power Rangers lightning collection, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Eye Guy, six-inch action figure. It's kind of interesting looking. It's kind of like a shark character with eyeballs all over it. I think it looks cool, and I don't know nothing about it. (laughs) And for the Power Rangers fans, they got Power Rangers Universe number one by Boom Studios. What is the true origin of the Phantom Ranger? And what is the connection to the Morphin Grid? From the moment he first appeared 24 years ago, fans have wondered about the origin of the mysterious Phantom Ranger. Questions which have been answered until now. Boom Studios proudly presents a limited series event that will delve into the deepest origins of the Power Rangers universe. Origins that have the Phantom Ranger at their heart. Probably uh, even be a good jumping on point for anybody that wanted to get into the Power Rangers, I'm sure. And we have Project Wildfire, number one, by Second Sight Publishing. Enter Project Torrent, part one. Will Watson Third's life turned upside down when a campus experiment gave him superpowers just in time to confront monsters plaguing his southern hometown. He's just getting the Cape game down at when Sergeant Michael Marston comes to town to change everything. Eh, Not for me. Eh, Let's end this with uh, P.S. Artbook Nightmare Magazine number one. This is Skywald's first publication was Nightmare number one in December 1970 a black-and-white comic magazine absolutely packed full of horror, the pollution monsters, masters of the dead, dance macabre, orgy of blood, a nightmare pin-up, the skeletons of doom, help us to die, the thing from the sea, the creature within, and the deadly mark of the beast, all created by ghoulishly imaginative talents I just don't know. Is this art or is this the actual stories? I'm confused because it's by PS art books. So it's not sure. We'll end that there and we'll get back to you more in the future. Ranger, stranger, 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 stranger. By Scout Comics. Ranger Stranger is Gallows, comedy set in Majestic Hackeneck National Park. A vast Bob Rossian world of woods and waters for the adventurous camper or hiker to enjoy. Unfortunately, everything from the wildfires or wildflowers to the homicidal deer to the park official wants to murder you. Enter your business. <laughs> uh, this is a curvy book. <laughs> uh, i have to get that probably. Now we have Red Sonia Holiday Special 2021 Number 1 One-Shot by Dynamite Entertainment. An all-new She-Double Tale from ongoing Red Sonia architect Mirka and Alba. And a cavalcade of creators. The grim Sonya is not one to be ebullient, ebullient, not one for ebullient festivities, but her recent adoption of the mysterious child Sitha has temporarily melted her defenses, just in time for revelry. But will outside forces aiming to prod and pillage put a pause on the party? Uh. I, I may or may not get that since it's a holiday special. We'll see. And I have been enjoying the Red Sonya stuff lately. We have Red Christmas by Scout Comics Trade Paperback. When Mrs. Claus dies in a tragic toy accident, Santa vows to make all those little brats pay. But when his rampage kicks off at home at at the home of FBI agent Eli Tewksbury, he's messed with the wrong lady. Mama Bear will travel to the ends of the earth to save her son, even if it means teaming up with the Easter Bunny. The American Santa Society, ASS, and her wannabe elf husband, this December, Santa must Ah, that sounds fun. (laughs) I wasn't thinking it'd be anything I cared about when I was looking at it, but after reading that might have to get it. Regarding the matter of Oswald's body number one by Boom Studios Where is Lee Harvey Oswald's body? The Kennedy assassination is at is a rat's nest of conspiracy theories. Mafia involvement second gunman government cover-up but the most important chapter of the sordid tale may just be the theory that the body buried at oswald rose hill gravesite is not actually lee harvey himself meet the ragtag group of useful idiots who are unwittingly brought together to clean up the crime of the century a wannabe cowboy from wisconsin a buddy holly idolizing former car thief, a world-weary civil rights activist ready for revolution, and a failed G-man who still acts the part, and specifically, regarding the matter of Oswald's body. If you're into conspiracies, that's perfect for you. Rick and Morty, Corporate Assets, number one, by Oni Press. When Morty stupidly agrees to all the legal terms of a new face-altering GIF app, he signs his life away to an unheard-of community that immediately seizes control of him for their own purposes. Then, when Morty screws up Rick's effort, the company steals Rick's portal gun and strands out heroes in an unexplored dimension leaving them free to strip mine every aspect of Rick's inventions and the Smith family's lives for evil. Capitalist purposes. I'm still behind on all the Rick and Morty stuff. Didn't grab me and pull me in. Got Roadshow number one. Interesting cover by Silver Sprocket. Arriving at the start of a mysterious race three days late isn't deal, isn't ideal, and discovering that the entire race is one long battle might be worse. Monolithic rock monsters, hordes of lizards, sharks, and truck-driving birds face off in the first issue of this humorous battle comic mini-series. I think that's so weird. Aren't you? Put the animal heads on human-like bodies. I and mean, you got a shark laying on top of a car that's hauling ass down the road. It's just weird looking. I'm sure it's fun. Robin and Batman, number one, by DC Comics. The legendary story of Batman and Robin has reached nearly mythic proportions. The crime-fighting dynamic duo... Always one step ahead of the criminals they pursue, and never meeting a case too big. This isn't that story. This is the story of a young Dick Grayson, newly orphaned, struggling to find his way in a strange, difficult, dark new world. This is the story of Robin and Batman. (laughs) Sounds like a story of a man finding a little boy. (laughs) Not going to go there. (sighs) Ah, Batman. And they also have a number two coming out at the same time, so you can get both of them. They also have a Robin Volume 5 2021 Annual One-Shot by DC Comics. The League of Lazarus has introduced Robin to a wide range of some of the youngest, deadliest fighters on the planet, from XXL and his hype squad to Respawn and his Deathstroke fandom. And these killers mean business. No fighter has made an impact on Damian Wayne like Flatline, the former sidekick of Lord Deathman, and one of the most elite combatants in the tournaments. But who is Flatline? Uncover the secret origin of all the breakout fighter stars of Robin in this oversized special that puts the KO in comic book. There's no KO in comic book. (sighs) Ah, let's just pump the Robins. (laughs) Robins number one by DC Comics. The five heroes to have Don, the Robin Cape, and Mask find themselves at a crossroads in their lives. Dick Grayson, Jason Todd, Tim Drake, Stephanie Brown, and Damian Wayne come together to discuss the big thing that binds them together. Was being Robin and Batman's sidekick the best choice they could have made? But before they can get to the heart of the matter, they're ambushed by an unknown assailant with a bone to, to pick with them. She claims to have been the first Robin, and she's out to prove Batman should have never trained any of them. <laughs> uh Just imagine where these stories go. And staying almost close to Robin, we got Robin Hood Hellfire, number one, by Xenoscope Entertainment. Now, this one would probably be interesting. Everyone's favorite archer is squarely in the hot seat in this oversized 32-page issue. On her way back from vacation, Robin finds herself in layover hell, literally. The Hellfire Club is looking for someone with the power to raise a demon king, and Robin just happens to be at the wrong place at the wrong time. The Hellfire Club's back. It's got a cool cover. I think we'll. Well, we can look at this quick, I guess. Got Scary Christmas, Volume 2, Number 1, by American Mythology. The Christmas creeps are back. While everyone else is dreaming of sugar plums, we're delivering a dose of holiday horror that you won't forget. This year, three new tales of yuletide terror will keep you awake all Christmas night with visions of monsters and mayhem. Uh, They're black and white like classic horror magazines. Beware of creatures coming down the chimney that terrorize your family. This holiday season, come with us to discover the twisted tales of holiday monsters and maniacs. Scary Christmas comes with two covers that will give us the story, the story names, at least. Jeez. But yeah, it there, I'll get back for more in the future. Sheena, Queen of the Jungle. Number one, by Dynamite Entertainment, the queen of the jungle returns. Sheena is recruited, that's being kind, she's kind of forced to go, to enter the biodome, an amazing synthesis of nature and machine. I'm thinking it's supposed to say an amazing synthesis of nature and machine, but I could be wrong. Where something has gone terribly wrong. Outside the dome, she she's faced with human she's faced with human trickery and deceit. Inside the dome, she faces the deadly jungle and a fast murdering mystery. And then for the Sonic fans, we got Sonic the Hedgehog Imposter Syndrome number one by IDW Publishing. Enjoy a ten-issue-long adventure leading up to the epic showdown in milestone issue number fifty. A surge of imposters spells trouble for Sonic, Tails, and even Eggman. Doctor Starline is pulling every tool from his kit as he creates his fastest and smartest inventions. An all-new mini-series from Sonic writer Ian Flynn. And Sports is Hell by Silver Sprocket. After her city wins the Super Bowl, Tia is separated from her friend during a riot and joins a small cliche fighting, a clique fighting its way through armed groups of football fanatics to meet a star receiver that just might end the Civil War or become the city's new. Oppressive Leader. Doesn't give you much info on that one. We got Spree Trade Paper back by Vault Comics. Here in the heartland of the U.S. of A, the world has ended. But worry not, because the mall still stands. And within the walls of this consumeristic mecca lives a new world order. Box store tribes and name brand gangs all vying for limited space and resources. So actually, you can worry, especially for poor Andre Reed, who, after the assassination of a tribal leader, has to navigate the Mad Haven to prove his innocence and prevent the end of the world again. I don't know. I'd check it out not right now. Star Runner Fallen Star, number one of three, by Atlantis Studios. Ten years after the death of her adopted parents, teen Aurora Palmer would do anything not to stand out at her new high school. When a sudden surge of her hidden telekinetic powers threatens to expose her, she begins a desperate search for her origins. Or the truth is destroyed forever. It's a bummer when you're in high school and your powers start flying all around and happening. Also got Star Runners, Fallen Star Number Two, and Number Three, all available if you want all the whole set right right off the bat. Then we got Star Wars Adventures Volume Two Annual Twenty Twenty One by IDW Publishing. Desperate to get into Jabba Hut's good books, Han Solo and Chewbacca take the Galactic Gangster, a very special present. Han thinks the adorable hujib will make a perfect addition to Jabba's menagerie, but the cute critter hides a terrible secret. Uh, follow a group of troublesome kids on Cloud City when they come across a rare coin with a Worth a pretty pretty credit. But when the coin turns out to belong to the one and only Lando Calrissian, the kids quickly find out they are in over their heads. And there's this... Star Wars stories, Christmas season, could be fun. Ali I will consider it. Then they have Star Wars Crimson Rain, number one, by Marvel Comics. After the dawn comes the rain. The story that began the War of the Bounty Hunters continues here in the second installment of a trilogy that will reshape the history of Star Wars, of the Star Wars galaxy during the Age of Rebellion. Featuring the return of beloved characters, shocking twists, Epic Beasts of the Force, and a story that will reach from Star Wars' darkest underworld all the way to the Imperial Palace on Coruscant. Crimson Rain is Star Wars' saga like no other. So is this going to start the next saga? Who knows? And then this one, gotta get just because of the name. Star Wars Life Day Number 1 One-Shot The Galaxy's Favorite Holiday Happy Life Day Celebrate the galaxy's favorite holiday with a collection of festive tales from all across the Star Wars saga. Life Day is the last thing on Han Solo's mind when he and Chewbacca find themselves outgunned and under fire. But Chewie won't give up hope. Remembering the lessons of Life Day's past and present. As for days to get to come, well, they'll have to survive the night first. A little side story first. Life Day, gotta get it. I got Strange Blood graphic novel by Centralia. Strange blood is both a mystery thriller and psychological exploration of what triggers obsession inside the human's mind human mind. What exactly does Stranger Blood stand for? Arnaldo's life is filled with a pneumatic void. He can't stand Fridays, can't stand working, he can't stand in general. His sorry postmodern existence until One day, something random happens. Against his will, his spirit is shaken to the core, leading him into an all-consuming obsession. He goes on a compulsive hunt to find answers, and his search will lead him through Russian novels, gallons of beer, and into metaphysical questions to finally realize one can escape any place on earth except his mind. Interesting. We've all been missing Stranger Things. No, we haven't. I haven't even seen second season yet. Stranger Things Winter Special, number one, one shot by Dark Horse Comics. The winter holidays are upon us, and the kids of Hawkins are all are in full spirit. Aren't they growing up yet? As they recall stories from their childhood to teach Eleven about Christmas. Tensions run high as Dustin swears he saw something lurking in the forest outside. You still haven't taught Eleven about Christmas? Haven't you guys been together for like five Christmases already? Jeez. All right. That's super sleepy. Number one, bedtime stories by Binge Books. Nagged by nightmares? Bothered by blanket hogs? Troubled by telemarketers? Have no fear. Super Sleepy is here. Super Sleepy is the pint-sized protector of Sleepyheads everywhere. With her wise cracking sidekick, Schleppy. Or Sleepy. Super Sleepy won't rest until you sleep, which means every giggle-filled story is a bedtime story. This could be fun. Variety characters. And yeah, we got telemarketers calling, but I don't feel like dealing with them right now. So we're gonna end this here and we'll get back to you with more stuff soon. Okay. If you're a super god fan, they have an auxiliary cover bake set of five comics by Avatar Press, you can pick up. I know nothing about that run. Uh, They have the Superman, Son of Kal-El. Kal-El. 2021, annual number one one shot by DC Comics. Go with all the others. We got John Kent's first days as Earth's new Superman have been a trial by fire. His actions have already put those he loves in harm's way. He has stood strong in the path of constant attacks, but the immovable object is about to meet the unstoppable force. Lex Luthor, the man, the myth, the menace, returns to Metropolis, of course. But not for me. And then we have Tales from the Dead Astronaut, number one of three, by SourcePoint Press. Space monks on, li- on living on a tree in space. That makes no sense. I hope they write the story better. A shape-shifting rock star conducting the most explosive press conference you've seen yet. A megalomaniac megalomaniac man of steel who leaves horror in his wake. It's amazing the things you'll see in space when you're a slowly decaying astronaut with nothing tethering tethering you to the Earth. Uh, that could be an interesting little story. It is only three issues, so I will consider it. And we have Thing Volume 3, Number 1 by Marvel Comics. The next big thing be- begins here. Uh, they bring their stereo. A signature style to a sweeping saga of Yancey Street's favorite sun that will range from the urban urban sprawl of the back alleys of Manhattan to the farthest reaches of the cosmos The cosmos itself. Oh, this is rough. A lonely evening and a chance encounter, or is it, sends Ben Grimm embarking on a sojourn sojourn that will have him encountering and battling figures both old and new. Featuring guest appearances from figures drawn... Uh, uh, new run for the thing. Doesn't give me decent info off it, so just had to wait till I can check it out. We got Third Wave 99, number one, by Scout Comics. The story behind the controversial late 1990s Florida surf brand begins here. Third Wave '99 follows surf shop owners Rob Cutler and Jack Reed, along with hot-headed teenager Matt Hurley. This popular surf shop doubles as a support group that helps troubled individuals use surfing as a replacement for other negative and self-destructive habit habitat, hot habits. Matt's temper has not only hampered his promising college basketball career, but also acts as a catalyst for events that ultimately caused the brand to disappear entirely. Find out the true story behind the rise and fall of third wave year. I don't remember that name for anything. Elsa wasn't a surfer. Stud number one by Scout Comics. Bo is a creative in his early is these are not I swear this is I'm reading what I'm seeing, so I don't know. I <laughs> just hope they write better inside. Bo is a creative in his early thirties, living in Okago. Lately he's been feeling apathetic directionless and tired of the repetitive nature of his life in the midst of his confusion the one constant in his life has been a comic book character that he created and has drawn since he was a kid an accident will change every he everything he thinks and he knows there's gonna be an accident and he's gonna become a comic book character i don't know Tis the season to be freezing. number one, one-shot, by DC Comics. Oh, the weather outside is freezing, but these stories sure are pleasing. So since you've got no place to go, why not grab a sweater and pour a cup of hot cocoa? And stoke the fire, because these ten tails are sure to lower the mercury. Join us as Harley Quinn and Blue Snowman ice out Hawkman. Batman fights the cold heart of Mr. Freeze. The JLQ don't stand a snowball's chance against Minister Blizzard. And the Flash and Superman team up to chill out Captain Cold. Warm up your holiday heart with these freezing feats of frosty fiction. I love the Harley... Mr. Freeze cover that they got going there. Titan the Ultraman, number one by Advent Comics. Titan, who has just come to terms with the burdens of true heroism, is struggling to do his best to change this harsh new world. But in order to do that, he must first get past the brain trust. Plus, Titan takes on the Superman, known as Legend, in the eight-page backup tale that chronicles a day in the life of the Man of Might. I really got to constantly change the world. It's like, maybe we like what's going on. Leave it alone. Maybe we don't like Yuri, stupid superheroes. (laughs) Uh, trash and cannon disposable heroes number one of four by source point press, you don't have to go sniffing around very long to know that something in the gumball kingdom stinks, but when the that stench of danger becomes too unbearable, two of the kingdom's most disposable heroes are on the case: trash and cannon, and the cover. It has some interesting-looking characters on it, but I don't know anything about these characters. So you got to give me something if you want me to get on it and read about it. Treasury of British Comics: Tom Patterson's Collections by Rebellion Comics. So if you like Tom Patterson's work at all, check it out. He looks like he has some interesting characters. I'd like to check it out, but I will wait till I find enough bargain bin one day turkey day by source point press the yearly thanksgiving pageant in pilgrim point illinois is a town highlight telling the absolutely 100 percent true story of how benevolent white settlers brought civilization and home-cooked meals to the savages this year the pageant is interrupted by a group of turkeys in the local farm that are controlled by alien visitors Much like the settlers, these folks are just here to spread love, joy, and recipes. Right? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, Time for the recipes to become the chefs. Turn some humans into a human day dinner for the turkeys. Uh, Twisted, Haunted highs, High Ons, The Curse of the Green Book, number one of, they don't say, one of what? Still reeling from their last supernatural battle, Jamie and Paul join their ghostly companion, Felicia, on a trip to New Orleans, only to find themselves quickly drawn into a battle between the King and Queen of Voodoo. Over possession of an ancient and archaic tome of spells. Whose side should they take? Is the darkness resurfacing in the big easy? And are those really zombies lurking in the distance? Yeah, it's got zombies, so you'd think I'd want it. But it's got voodoo, and that pushes me away from it. So I'm not sure whether or not I will read that one. But... I will end it here and leave with a few things left for maybe one more issue coming up. (laughs) All right, you bloodsuckers out there. Just in time for Christmas, we got Vampirella Holiday Special twenty twenty one number one one shot by Dynamite Entertainment. Wreck the halls Vampirella is hunted, haunted by the spirits of Christmas. Hunters whose holiday tradition is to hunt a mythical creature every Christmas Eve. Vampirella prepared for an evening against the battle ready. Manifestations of the past, the present, and the future? We will have to see because I think I will be getting there for me. <laughs> and now we got Van Helsing Return. I don't like the way this label is. I don't know if this is what it is. but Van Helsing Return League of Monsters, number one, by Xenoscope Entertainment. Monumental 32-page story, Lisel Van Helsing has protected the knights from vampires, werewolves, and creatures beyond nightmares for years. Now, all of her deadliest foes return in one final attempt, final, really? I doubt it, to break the famed hunter. Dracula's daughter, Frankenstein, the mummy, the invisible woman, and more launch an all-out assault against the hero. Before they let her die, though, they have a plan to break her down in a way that she's never been before. Will this be the end for Van Helsing? I doubt it. All right, we got Watchdogs Legion number one of four by Behemoth Entertainment. London calling mass surveillance, private militias. Bringing order to the streets, organized crime, the city of London has become a symbol of widespread oppression and only its people can free it. A resistance movement bringing together genius hackers and insurgents ready for combat. Dead Sex stands up to free the city from the yoke of these profiters, while investigating mysterious disappearances in Kennington, Oval. Oval Camp. Journalist Louise Hartford will cross paths with Adam Logan, known as Spiral, a London DJ whose music has become a symbol of revolt. Together with other companions in misfortune, they will have to infiltrate the spheres of power to unravel the truth. We have West number one by uncivilized books. Mo and Sal live and work on a farm selling their harvest at city farmers' markets, practicing magic and smoking herbs with their cat, Jinx. As society becomes over-reliant on technology, magic is quickly dying out and industry pushes smaller farms out of the picture. Sal and Mo struggle to keep the land they've worked So hard to cultivate. To make ends meet, they concoct a heist on the most prominent tech corporation in the West, Solomon Corpse. Their plans are thrown into disarray when a shocking discovery in the depths of Solomon's factories leads them on a quest to uncover a conspiracy that reaches far and wide. The boys must scramble to find people sympathetic to their cause. Metallic silver ink cover. I mean, farmers taking on uh, computers, manufacturers, that's pretty dumb. Farmers taking on technology, that doesn't make sense. It's not going to go over good. What's the farthest place from here? Number one, by Image Comics. Triple-sized first issue. A post-apocalyptic coming-of-age story from four kids walked in, walk into a banks, Tyler Boss, and Matthew Rosenberg. The world has ended. All that remains are gangs of children living among the ruins. But Sid believes there must be something more out there. When she disappears into the wastelands, her gang will re- risk everything to bring her home. A story about the things that matter most, your survival, your loved ones, and your record collection. Well, I don't have many loved ones. It's just the kids that are left. <laughs> uh, and then they have a What's the Furthest Place from Here Deluxe Edition. Number one with a seven-inch record for the record LP fans. They have a White Ash season two number one by scout comics welcome back to white ash a small smudge of a town in western pennsylvania where mining is a generational calling and the secrets are buried deeper than the coal in the in the mountain burp attack sorry about that and the biggest of those secrets is that elves and dwarfs live hidden among the town's population two months have passed since the dramatic conclusion of the first season. Alex, fresh off finding out he comes from a family of dwarfs, plans a secret romantic rendezvous in the woods with Lillian the Elf, Elf or not so secret, as their meeting is witnessed by a young couple of dire results. Uh, you're from dwarfs and you don't know you're a dwarf? Wild Bullets, number one of three, by SourcePoint Press. Shots fired. The deeply dysfunctional Bullet family has reluctantly agreed to meet up for Thanksgiving. And of course, there's a murder. Who's behind it? And can the Bullets get along enough to save their skin? What will Bullets do? No spoilers, but their solution involves gunfire. Lots of it. Since each of the Bullet siblings grew up to be a different kind of pulp adventurer. A detective, an archaeologist, a mad scientist, and a monster hunter. When they each take turns telling the story, a different artist takes over in a different style and genre. So the murder mystery explodes into a pulp mashup of crime, science fiction, horror, and adventure. Now... Sounds like a bunch of headache arguing crap like that. There's a Wolfskin auxiliary bag set of five comics by Avatar Press. Don't know what Wolfskin is, but the covers look kind of interesting. They have a Wolfskin bloodthirst cover bag set of six comics also. There's a Wonder Woman Evolution number one by DC Comics. Whisked away from Earth by a distant cosmic entity. Wonder Woman is forced to navigate a series of perilous challenges that push her to the brink both mentally and physically. At stake is the fate of all humanity, with the alien entities casting Diana as Earth's proxy for a trial, judging humankind's worthiness to exist in the universe. And Diana stand trial to save humanity without losing her own? Have to read it and see. And with the annuals, we got Wonder Woman Volume 5, 2021, annual number one, one shot. Since her return from the sphere of the gods, Diana has tried her best to reconnect with her past and those she left behind. But now the past is coming for her. It all begins when a mysterious man appears, claiming to know the dark history of the Amazon. Could his claims possibly be true? And what does this mean for our hero's relationship with those who still rule Syria? And we got World War Three, Battle Over Hokkaido, number one of five. War Manga Master Mikado Kibay- Kobayashi's from Catch 1 hit. Alternate history manga continues in this what-if war tale of a Soviet invasion of Japan. In the 1990s, Japan's self-defense forces must battle a Soviet armored division intent on occupying Hokkaido, Japan's northernmost island, in conjunction with the USSR's invasion of Europe. Like the war story ones, that's for you. Then we have an X4 skillshot anniversary special, number one, one shot. Celebrating the 30th anniversary, anniversary of the Iconic team, creator Rob Liefeld returns to the characters he introduced three decades ago to tell a brand new adventure featuring these hard-hitting heroes. In this special issue, the man called Cabal, Cable, Assembles the combined might of five different X-Force squadrons, each gathered across various points of time for one final mission, to to defeat Stripe once and for all, at all costs. Sacrifices, betrayals, and revelations await as X-Force attempts their most daring assault ever. I like X-Force because... Deadpool's part of it usually. And the last one we got is Zagar the Great Conspiracy a Graphic novel by Epicenter Comics. To try to defeat the unstoppable criminal mastermind the Weaver, Zagor and Chico must get completely entangled in his web of corru- corruption and murder, infiltrating the ranks of his ruthless organization. Doesn't give me much of a story, much to go on, but that's it for now, and I'll hopefully have more items in the future for you to buy or not to buy, depending on the size of your pocketbook and whether or not you like it. Talk at you later.